The retail industry is changing fast. And now, more than ever before, retailers are realizing they need to figure out how to keep up. So what's the first question you should be asking yourself? Well, I'll tell you. How does AI fit into your business? With over two decades of experience, our AI data engine connects 150 plus enterprise and cloud system data connectors. With tracking on over 4 billion SKUs, Edited helps retailers leverage the best in AI-driven data and insights to succeed. In this mini-series, we'll bring the insights straight to you. With the help of Edited's president, John Squire, and senior vice president of retail sciences, Michael Ross. Subscribe now to Edited Inside Retail and take a listen to our Tech Talk mini-series, where commerce and technology meet to discuss the latest trends shaping the global retail landscape, helping you solve the everyday challenges you are facing in your business. I'll be your host, Grace Hill, Retail Strategy Director at Edited. You can find this mini-series as part of the main Edited podcast feed, and you can follow us wherever you get your podcasts. So here we are, back with episode three. I'm back with Edited's president, John Squire, joining us from Silicon Valley and Edited's senior vice president of retail sciences, Michael Ross, who is here with me in London. Hello to you both. Hello, Grace. Hello. So last time we discussed what we know about today's retail consumer and its importance to retail businesses. But this week, we are going to deep dive into a topic that was touched on in episode two. And today's question is, what micro decisions do you need to make to get your business right? So I guess let's start with explaining to our listener, what do we mean by micro decisions, Michael? So um, micro decisions is a relatively um, new concept, um, but I think it's really helpful to, to get one's head around what is happening in retail. And let me bring this to life maybe with an example um, with a retail client that we're working with. Um, this is a fashion retailer in Europe um, and their merchandising team, let's say the team responsible for dresses, um, would historically maybe have made, you know, 100 150 decisions a week they'd be looking um, across their products in different markets and determining maybe where they need to change the price either to increase a price reduce the price maybe run a promotion um, and and th- this decision was being made by humans in spreadsheets and was relatively um, you know and has worked very well for many years they've now deployed technology um, that allows consumers to walk into stores um, and scan products with their smartphones and get personalized promotions. Um, they have nearly 10 million customers in their loyalty program. So theory, they're now moving from maybe making um, 100 um, decisions a week to potentially um, tens of millions decisions a week where every consumer can be getting personalized prices um, on individual products and SKUs. This is what we mean by a micro decision. The micro decision is the um, individual price that a specific customer is being given on a specific product at a specific moment in time. And in this case, this is an example that, you know, we've all used to you walk into a store and look at the look at the price on, on, on the swing ticket. Technology is now enabling that decision to be atomized, to, to turn it from a, shall we say, from a decision into a micro decision 
Um, we're going to give more examples of other micro decisions, but let's just focus on on, on this fashion example. W- what is it? What does it mean to make ten million decisions a week? Um, clearly, that can no longer be done by humans in spreadsheets, and so back to what we talked about with AI in the beginning of of, of the um, series. Um, there are techniques artificial intelligence machine learning that are important both to help retailers make that decision and also then to allow that decision to be activated at scale and i think michael the uh, you know part of this uh, move towards less macro decisions uh, that might be one way to think about it um, less blunt decisions that last for longer periods of time uh, is, you know, something that uh, the organization just isn't built for uh, from kind of the first principles. So how do we move towards a uh, more uh, a more seemingly in the moment decision, uh, one that uh, affects uh, less customers overall and is driving towards a very specific outcome. And whether that's at the store level or at the customer level, a lot of these are uh, decisions that are uh, mobile and in the moment uh, decisions. So it's something that the organization hasn't been built to do. Uh, and now as we start to move towards that, part of the question is how do we get the uh, data together into an insight that can allow a manager to feel comfortable on making that decision and then also scaling those decisions across the organization. And that's where automation and software uh, comes into play. It also means that uh, decisions uh, are being made much more frequently, uh, moving from whether that's a monthly set of decisions or a weekly set of decisions now down to something that is happening every day or throughout the course of the day completely agree john and i think if we if we then move away from saying talking about um say customer pricing decisions and actually say look these micro decisions are everywhere um let's give some other examples so in um in digital marketing i remember talking to a retail ceo um a few years ago and he said you know michael my my big decision was how much money to spend on tv advertising every year that was the sort of big strategic marketing decision. But increasingly, when digital marketing is directing traffic that is landing onto a product page, the distance between the sort of the marketing event, if I can call it that, you know, the click from Google and the um, and the, and the sort of the merchandising event being the sort of the price and promotion that's put onto the onto the product, that's getting thinner and thinner. And so what happens when you get into this world of micro decisions is micro decisions don't respect organizational silos and you see that these micro decisions cross silos and so if you continue to optimize them independently you're simply going to make bad decisions overall that is again back to our themes around mindset shift and around um, organizational operating model shift understanding how to operate both to make individual micro decisions but also to understand how to orchestrate micro decisions across um, the business is very very complex yeah i think michael one of the things too that we've uh we've been able to observe is that during this supply chain disruption over this past year, and this is going to go on into uh, 2022 and you know, maybe even out into 2023, uh, organizations have had to uh, figure out how to respond differently 
than they did in the past. Uh, that the uh, smoothness of the supply chain uh, in terms of it being disrupted has thrown all plans up into the air. So everything that, you know, was put together, you know, in a certain, you know, timing of a week cadence, a monthly cadence, you know, when we're going to have seasons, all of that went out the uh, out the window, and in, uh, in one of the discussions I was having with a uh, with one of the CEOs that we work with, uh, uh, his point was: Look, I just I know when the product lands and when we get it, we're going to list it. And even if I'm missing a collection, if I'm missing a size, if I'm missing a colorway, we're we have to put the products that we get um, into both our digital stores and our physical stores, and we have to we're working much more in the moment. Uh, and we have to drive the business forward, which means that the way in which we analyze the business, the way that we make our decisions have changed dramatically. And so that requires us to be far more flexible, uh, to uh, be you know, more in an executable mode and to constantly assess and reassess what the decision around pricing, promotion, uh, product placement, how we buy our marketing, what we uh, highlight uh, is you know, in a constant flux. It's something that changes almost weekly for us based on the product that we have in our hands at that moment and what we can, you know, present to our consumers. We can't set up and look for, you know, uh, back orders or uh, forward orders because we don't know when we're going to actually have the product. So we have to be in the moment and be able to address uh, what we have on our inventory side uh, to bring our customers in. So I, I think that's one of the, uh, one of the things that we get to look at right now is just how, uh, uh, organizations have been forced to flex and find new ways of making these decisions, as you said, new micro decisions uh, that they just weren't required to do in the past. And, and I think what's also interesting, John, is that, um, you know, decisions are not created equal. Um, you know, we said earlier that customers are not created equal. But when you look at the types of decisions that retailers are making, um I would characterize decisions on, on a few different dimensions. You know, how how real time are they? You know, is this a decision that it's possible for a human to to intervene, or is this a decision that has to be has to be automated? Um, how complex is this a decision? Is this is this a decision that is some kind of you know complex algorithm or formula, or or is this something that you know most commercial managers would be able to sort of understand the logic? Um, what is the what is the upside versus downside? Um, this is a concept that Amazon refer to as the blast radius of decisions. You know, if if how bad can this be if this decision goes goes wrong? You know, whereas am I going to maybe spend fifty p on a keyword that I rather would have avoided, or am I actually making a big bet on on inventory or on a promotion? And so. What I tend to see happening as we get into this world of micro decisions, there's this obvious need to automate. But I think that that's, that's kind of often overly simplistic. I think um, to sum it up, is it also we're now making decisions about decisions versus what decisions we're taking and like how do we manage that process a a absolutely grace i think you know uh, anyone who's worked in retail you know and and it was, it was it was interesting it was described to me you know there's this one gets a sort of a frisson when you make a decision retailers like making decision feeling that they've you know committed the the business to to, to something um and as you said in this world of micro decisions you stop making the decision and you start making decisions that are sort of a, a different level of abstraction you'll 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 make a decision about a parameter i think the hardest thing that we hear you know from you know the 
the companies that we work with is the fact that uh, we have employees that come in and whether they work from eight to five, eight to 10, you know, they work uh, 10 hour days, 12 hour days, 16 hour days. They can't do that every single day that they have time off, um, that they take weekends, that they have vacations. But the AI engines and, you know, the decisioning tools that we have don't take time off. They work every day, uh, every hour, every minute. And so the question is, how does, uh, how do those new employees, the AI engines that are there, how do they fit into the organization and who manages those and how do we manage them and how do we determine when they're doing a great job and encourage them to do more of that? And when do these new, um, employees actually, when are they uh, going off track and we need to adjust them? And so I think there's, you know, a lot there that's um, new uh, to uh, business executives on how to operate their business and how to, as, you know, Michael, you were saying, how to help them just make better and better micro decisions every day and stay within kind of the guardrails of what the business requires uh, to deliver on the needs of the, the organization and the shareholders. Thank you both for that. Let's end the conversation there. If you enjoyed our conversation today, make sure you subscribe to the edited podcast where you can stay up to date on all future episodes of our Tech Talk series. You can also check us out on edited.com to see the power of our data firsthand by using our real-time interactive retail dashboard, which tracks key metrics relating to products from the world's leading retailers. You've been listening to the edited podcast Tech Talk mini-series with Edited's president, John Squire, and Senior Vice President of Retail Sciences, Michael Ross. And I've been your host, Grace Hill. Thank you so much for listening.